0: This is Anshu Bahanda on Wellness Curated. Thanks for joining me on this podcast. My mission is to empower you with health and wellness so that you can then go and empower others. Welcome, everyone. We have here with us Dr. Seth Fagel from Viva Mayer in Althausi. Now, Viva Mayor, as a lot of you know, is a medical spy in Austria. And it's based on the FX Mayer principle that we become healthy, happy, and more efficient <laughs> by temporarily changing our normal diet. This I'm quoting from your website. Um, and just to tell you a little bit, I've been going to the Mayer clinics for the last 13, 14 years now. And the craziest thing I did was I took my little daughter when she was five to one of the clinics and everyone told me I was absolutely crazy. But I think it's never too you're never too young to start Mm -hmm. learning how to be healthy. And also it appeals a lot to me because we grew up with the concept of Ayurveda where the gut and digestion are very Mm -hmm. important as they are at Viva Maya. So I'm going to ask you to explain to us, Dr. Fegel, why is digestion so important?
1: Uh, digestion is very important because it allows us to turn what we consume, what we, uh, what we swallow, to be turned inside of our body into gold that is nourishing us, that is providing us with energy and substance so that we can live a happy and powerful life, that we can target and uh, our aims and develop further. That is important because beside of sunshine and of course experiencing love, it's the only way of how we really allow something good to happen inside of our body that is making us stronger.
0: Okay. So, and what do you, what would you say are the main causes of indigestion?
1: The main cause of indigestion nowadays is that we just consume too much of the wrong thing in too little time uh, and without really spending attention on it. And that is leading to a vicious circle because if I'm not able to digest properly with what I consume, I suffer from maldigestion. And maldigestion is not providing me with energy, but actually is costing me energy. And the only thing that I gain and get are not the nutrients, but really the calories and the calories themselves are not making me happy. The calories are actually very often pushing me into a state of ongoing uh, um, uh, inflammation that is inside of the body. And with the inflammation, we do suffer from so many of the civilizations diseases that we nowadays have to face.
0: Oh, I like that word, civilizations di- diseases. That sounds, thats a good word. <laughs> you, you forgot to tell me what you would tell us what you say to me all the time. Don't eat too late.
1: Thank you. That is, that is correct. We estimate our our process of digestion to be finished and done once we manage to swallow the bite we have inside of the mouth. And that is not true because nutrients that we need are just size of single molecules. And to transform a bite or the food, no matter of how well it was prepared, into something small, as, uh, small than that, really, size of single molecules, just a bunch of a few atoms, We need all of our digestion tools. We need a proper stomach acid that is produced, that is working on it. We need fantastic composition of enzymes that are produced by our pancreas, by our small intestine, by the stomach and the liver. And all these things need to be mixed underneath each other and build a proper chime. And this chime then needs to meet an open surface, an absorbable ready surface in the intestine to really allow the nutrients then to enter the body
0: okay so what would you say are the first signs that your digestion isn't working properly
1: that's actually something uh very simple and very easy to experience because if you do feel that what you are doing to nourish yourself to allow yourself to to be active for example and to Mm -hmm. receive energy is not working properly and you are feeling pushed out of your ideal state of health. This is then always happening on top of a basic problem. And the basic problem there is the maldigestion and inflammation going on.
0: So you would say that energy levels are what tells us, as soon as energy levels.
1: Energy levels, cravings for example, are typical. And the problem is whenever there is a maldigestion happening inside of our belly, it is affecting the biggest surface of all human body surfaces that we have to make a difference between the outside and the inside of the body. If I right. irritate the surface, my immune system starts to try to defend, tries to repair the surface. Right. And that only happens through the process of inflammation. What was starting as maybe a local irritation because it lead too much mm-hmm. or too quick or too late consumed, it's suddenly turning in a systemic inflammation that is leading to a high in cortisol, a high in insulin, and with that changing my endocrinological as well as my metabolic reality. And suddenly I'm not experiencing myself to be the man or the woman that I'm meant to
0: be. Right. Oh, that's very well put. And the other thing I wanted to ask you is, now, how does digestion affect things like mental health? and anxiety and depression and mm. something, and stress. Stress is something we all experience. Mm-hmm. How do you, how is that related?
1: Um, I think there is, please forgive me this example, but I think all of uh, us will agree that it is making us happy to have received a beautiful meal, mm-hmm. to feel afterwards nourished and satisfied and not heavy or like a victim. It's also beautiful to have a good bowel evacuation, a bowel movement, for example. If this is complete, I'm feeling healthy. If this is not working properly, or if I'm feeling after the meals like a victim, just fighting still with the meal itself, I'm pushed out of my balance, emotional balance. The deeper truth behind that is that the intestinal surface is the place where we are building a lot of neuroendocrine substances, neurotransmitters, such as, for example, serotonin. Serotonin, the happy-making hormone
0: that we hope to
1: find inside of chocolate.
0: And this serotonin
1: is, is produced by the intestinal cells. And if those intestinal cells are facing an environment where bacteria start because of I'm me, me not able to, uh, to digest my food properly. Those bacteria start either fermentation and decay through the process of maldigestion. This is harming and irritating the cells, and the serotonin levels produced inside of my body, and the happiness with it produced, mm-hmm. is going down. Right. At the same time, it is that the serotonin is not only making me happy, but mm-hmm. the serotonin, is making my peristaltic movements inside of the intestine go. For those of you who have never heard about peristaltic movements, the gastrointestinal system is a very long muscle hose. It starts here and ends at the anus. And it has a length of approximately 28 to 32 feet length. So pretty long. To clean itself, it starts a movement like a little caterpillar. It is a ringworm. It is squeezing partly together and shifting the content to the next department and then is forwarding its content to the next department. So that forward.
0: starts here. That, that starts road, here. That starts, okay. now,
1: once means- you swallow, a peristaltic wave is bringing everything down. This is why you can eat something and swallow it and it will find its way into the stomach even if you are upside down and doing a handstand, for example. Okay,
0: wow, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we need our intestine if our intestine is in a good state. We are receiving a lot of neurotransmitters from it. Mm -hmm. And some of them are responsible for our happiness. Some of them are also important and necessary for us to fall asleep, to experience a rhythm, to have a peaceful and restful sleep at night. Mm -hmm. There was a beautiful book written and published last year that was called The Inflamed Mind Depression. Yeah. Right. So we underestimate of how often depression or anxiety is linked. So what is important to know is that inflammation is making us feel sick and age a little bit before time and making me feel weak and alert. And all those qualities don't go together with the feeling of emotional balance and also of happiness.
0: Okay. So that's inflammation but Mm -hmm. you know, and that probably causes some stress inside your body, which Mm -hmm. gets reflected in mental stress, correct?
1: Uh, That is also correct because if you, uh, if there's an inflammation going on and again, the intestine is holding the biggest surface of all our human body surfaces against the outer world. Mm -hmm. And if the surface is penetrated or irritated too much, then our immune system that is placed more than three, uh, two-thirds of it mm-hmm. inside of our intestine is starting an inflammation. And this inflammation is communicated through the blood circulation, the lymphatic uh, um, uh, liquids, right. and is leading to a change of hormone expression inside of, for example, the pancreas or the adrenal glands. Right. It is the cortisol right. emitted that is making me alert, mm-hmm. making me also a little bit restless, making right. my stress resistance melt down to almost nothing. It is also making then my insulin to, uh, in, also to, to rise. And higher insulin level is leading to a higher metabolism. Initially, that sounds fantastic because yeah. whenever you're stressed or inflamed, ah, you are almost melting away. The yes. pity is that with time, this is leading to an insulin resistance. And right. that is a pre-step of diabetes. So we have two things. One, the inflammation is affecting my metabolism as well as my hormonal system and is because of that leading to an unhappy feeling. Mm -hmm. Secondly, if my gut is not in a best state, it is not able to produce the hormones, the actual hormones that are making my brain experience happiness and comfort. Right.
0: Right. So, So would you say this leads to different levels of stress, anxiety, depression? Of course, yes. Or in a
1: lot of cases. Inflammation in the body. Yes.
0: Wow, okay. Um, so the next question is, how does digestion affect immunity and energy levels, which mm-hmm. is a big issue at the moment, right?
1: So we do know that people do age in a different way. And if I'm looking left and right to my siblings, for example, if I'm watching my parents or grandparents or friends, it is sometimes unfair of how differently they age, and we nowadays know that the process of aging is ruled by either the number of free radical assaults that we experience, like sunbathing, smoking, for example, consuming alcohols, or uh, living in a very toxic environment, mm-hmm. but also uh, related to the number of micro-inflammatory processes that are taking place inside of our body. And again, there three-quarter of your immune system or two-thirds of your immune system cells are located inside of your intestine. So right. if they are alert, the last third of the immune system is as well alert. So right. if your intestine is not suffering from maldigestion, digestion, is not suffering from irrit- irritation and sensitivity, the whole body is experiencing less of inflammation or can deal with inflammation much better That means you have more resources left for defending against a virus coming from outside or -hmm. defending against the bacteria coming from outside. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Instinctively, we are doing the right thing. If I'm feeling affected by a virus, Mm -hmm. acutely, I stop eating. I lose all my appetite. This is not because I don't need antioxidants in this moment. It is just... My body tells me, look, if you are now eating something, it will always you will always risk with it that you cause an irritation inside of your gut, making part of your immune system now taking care of that, whereas it would be now more needful and useful (laughs) to defend this particular virus, for example.
0: Okay, Um, so now you know how all of us have Mm. some. uh, Well, I would say ninety percent of us have some sort of issues. What, what are your top tips for fixing our digestive system?
1: Uh, first of all, really take the signs and the symptoms of your body as to be a valuable feedback. It's not an enemy that is in dialogue and in clinch with you and fighting with you. This is your body. You are hosting a human animal and this is normally beautiful living in coexistence with your mind, with your fantasy, with your emotions. So if your body is making you sense, for example, an acid stomach or uh, a painful stomach, or if your bowel movements are suddenly completely riot and you are suffering from diarrhea, then constipation Mm -hmm. or the act of defecation is not properly. Or if you feel bloated a lot, that is information that something needs to be improved uh, when it comes to your digestion. So the most important thing is, Whenever you feel something, don't run away and don't panic. Yeah? Mm-hmm. When you have the feeling it could maybe be connected to the intestine, what is true in 98 out of 100 cases, please start to enjoy your meals from the bottom of your heart. Right. Smell, on your, smell on your meals, look at them, have a small bite, taste it, let the bite melt on, t- on, on, on top of your tongue. You will notice that if your meal is attracting you in a friendly and positive way, mm-hmm. you have them across the day, minimum two to three very beautiful experiences. And beautiful right. experiences are sometimes rare, especially now right? Uh, and highly appreciated and are lifting my mind in total. Secondly, don't drink with the meals. The right. body is composing according to what it feels and tastes inside of your mouth, a proper mixture of digestion liquids liquids, that means if they are concentrated, they are very efficient in working and transforming on your food and turning it into nutrition. But if you dilute it by drinking, for example, half a liter of water, no matter if hot or cold or with lemon, with ginger, with turmeric, or just green tea, whatever you add in this liquid will dilute the digestion liquids. And with that, you reduce your digestion power. With so that, how long look,
0: before and after the meal should
1: you not drink? I would recommend normally to stop drinking around half an hour, 15 minutes prior to the first bite and start again with the drinking and the act of hydration about one hour after the last bite you
0: have had. Okay. okay. That is
1: giving a good, a good time for you to digest and to, uh, to enjoy your meals. Okay. Important is to be well hydrated because liquids that you produce require liquids that is coming and allowing uh, that is inside of your body. So right. drink a good amount of water between the meals. Okay. Yeah, we underestimate how much is necessary.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> the fourth thing is you should leave the table the moment you feel satisfied. And satisfaction is right. not happening here. Satisfaction is a gut feeling. Yeah? Right. So if your belly is feeling warm, little bit distended, but not heavy, not bursting full, Mm -hmm. leave the table. It is sometimes maybe hard to believe that everything should be satisfied right now, but leave the table, and if you're uncertain, if it was a good idea, or if you left too late, Mm -hmm. climb some stairs afterwards. If you're climbing stairs afterwards and you're feeling your stomach is competing with your diaphragm and is competing with your breathing, you had too much. If exactly. you find it easy to climb the stairs or as easy as before the meal, you did perfectly well.
0: Oh, fantastic. Okay.
1: Fourth thing is, if after the meal, one hour later or one and a half hour later, you feel like being narcoleptic, try to identify as narcoleptic or very sleepy, okay. for example. That you find it hard to stay awake on your desk or in the right. car or wherever try to identify which food it was that you now introduced that you normally don't have because it's most likely that you didn't uh, that you didn't digest or didn't tolerate this particular ingredient very well fifth thing is nothing raw in the evening everything that is raw is unprocessed is holding a lot of antioxidants fantastic things and nutrients
0: but so no salads no sushi
1: no everything that is raw is un, is 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 undamaged. And before I can enter and get in touch with the nutrients inside, I need to break down the fruit, then the fruit cell, then the cell filaments, then the macromolecules, and turn it into little bunches of molecules. And then I can digest it. And at the end of the day, my stomach is as tired as my brain is or my (laughs) pizza or muscle or glutes or whatever else, and is not as good in digestion as it was before or at lunchtime or in the morning. So please, from four o'clock on afterwards in the afternoon, avoid raw food, avoid ju- avoid juices and also dried fruits because dried fruits are estimated to be or well understood to be raw and unprocessed. Right.
0: Okay. Very good mm-hmm. point because a lot of people will have like prunes at night or something like that to help with digestion.
1: It is. Uh, if, it is then also, of course, a matter of quantity. Yeah, I can, if I'm a proper chewer, if I let my bites melt inside of my mouth, having small bites initially and chew them properly, I can turn even a piece of my leather belt into something digestible. Wow. Uh, but at the same time, if I'm not if I'm not chewing the piece of corn that was inside of the salad or on top of my pizza or uh, in the in the in the in the in, in the curry, I will find this corn again afterwards inside of the toilet. <laughs> and I had no benefit of it. In best so, way.
0: how many times do you recommend chewing? I know you tell everyone who goes to Maya that.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm, look, I'm a foodie and I hate <laughs> to think of something or anything else but eating when I'm eating. Uh, so, I decide for myself to swallow a bite. Mm-hmm once it is liquid or feeling liquid inside because then it's easy for me to swallow it and everything is fine yeah that is working even if my schedule is super busy yeah this is working also if i'm having uh if i'm eating something that i'm not meant to eat because it's not great for me but if i'm turning it inside of my mouth into a liquid you can imagine this liquid is then dropping into the stomach acid And the stomach acid is destroying it like that and turning it into a super liquid chime, destructively helping me to turn it afterwards into nutrition. Uh, If you need a number 20 times, 40 times, the astronauts initially were uh, were asked to chew 100 times because you you cannot do a surgery on the appendix, for example, if they are (laughs) in the stratosphere. So... They got the tip, chew, 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 chew. And then finally, they turned the food into astronaut's food that is already pre-digested and not very entertaining. Wow,
0: so 100 times. Okay, today I'm going to try 100 (laughs) times
1: for dinner. Give it a try. And this is a nice thing. If you chew your foods and your bites, very often you will, first of all, swallow it very easily. You will never eat too much. That is not possible if you don't have too much. You will not gain weight with that, so it's an easy way of how you lose weight. You will also not suffer from acidity because you will feel it very quickly of what is suiting you more and what is suiting you uh, less. Also, some clients to suffer from a lot of burping. Mm-hmm. The thing is, if you're chewing properly, you will never consume too much, and you will also identify inside of your mouth already of what is suiting you well and what is suiting you not well. Because if something is tasting suspicious, look, it's a human animal inside of you telling you better to stop, better not to have it. Right. So trust your feelings there.
0: Right. Right. So we should never tell our children to hurry up. We should just tell them to take their time and eat and eat. Yeah.
1: I do not know of how you managed it at home, but if I'm thinking of my grandparents or my grandparents, it was silent at the Mm -hmm. eating table. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of discussion afterwards. There was a lot of social talk afterwards. But while and during the meals, it was silent. Except, of course, it was a wedding or it was a big festivity. Then yes. everything was uh, was different. But in the daily routine, we focused really on the meals. Okay. And that is working also for the parents.
0: So any other tips before I go on to the questions that people have sent in?
1: Mm, actually... Mm-hmm really don't don't expect the food to be the golden solution for your actual state of health that will not happen, and you will not find the supplement. It is just the more confused you are and the more you are uh, the more you are pushed out of your state of of health of ideal health and you are feeling unwell for example, and uncertain of what to do, the more important is it to make it very simple, yeah. Simple means be well hydrated. Mm -hmm. Eat, but with your attention and full attention, turn it into something that is beneficial for you. Feel afterwards good. If you feel good, you're on the safe side. And then you have energy enough to be uh, physically active. You have energy enough also to rest beautifully throughout and across the night.
0: Lovely. Thank you. So now... So I'm going to come on to the questions that people sent in and then hopefully we'll be able to address some of the questions that are coming in now. So one of the questions was, what are the cures you recommend for gastric issues, IBS, weight
1: Mm -hmm. loss? (laughs) Look, we could feel easily uh, seminars that are lasting weeks uh, to discuss each topic but if you allow me uh, it's very, simple, uh, very simple answers on that. If you have a gastric pro- a problem um, and your gastric performance seems to be weak, attract your system a little bit more and introduce uh, it to the food prior to the, uh, to the act of digestion. So please smell on it, look at it, have a small bite, or you use something like in the Ayurvedic medicine existing the bitter herbs, the little bit mm-hmm. acid uh, flavors to make your acne, your fire of digestion,
0: burn again. Yeah? Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. That
1: is an easy thing. Also to do abdominal breathing. For irritable bowel syndrome, it is easy to say your symptoms are because you suffer from an irritable bowel syndrome. Please seek a qualified person that mm-hmm. is going with you through your Anamnesis through your medical history and is doing a proper examination with you and then giving you a recommendation. If it's really just an irritable bowel syndrome that mm-hmm. requires a very multimodal therapy, or if it is maybe more of an, for example, uh, lactose or fructose intolerance, like it is very endemic also in, the, in India with the lactose. Right. Okay. Mm.
0: Um- and what about weight loss? Which I, again,
1: I know you can do seminars on it. But. No, that's actually, there's a very simple but inconvenient truth behind the weight loss. Uh, if I want to lose weight, mm-hmm. I need to live a lifestyle that is making me burn calories more than I'm consuming calories. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Right. So I cannot ex- expect that I eat plenty of something and I'm losing because of that weight and being healthy. Of course, I can eat plenty of protein, for example, and cut out all the cups. Mm-hmm. That is sounding nice and tempting because it is leading to a weight loss. Right. The thing is, we know by mammals' uh, clinical trials that those mammals are losing weight, but they are not living longer, and they are suffering in a higher percentage from cardiovascular events. So that's right. not optimal.
0: So if, yeah. if
1: you're on the other side, would consume a high amount of carbs and less of the proteins.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You are gaining a little bit of weight, but you, are, but you are gaining a little bit of weight, but you are living longer and you are living healthier. And if you combine that, for example, with an active lifestyle, with basic and good and daily physical activity, you don't need to be afraid of, uh, of having too much of a weight you will have plenty of energy, and you will, and everyone will be, uh, will see that.
0: Right, and the chewing, chewing helps in weight loss,
1: right? Mm-hmm. With the chewing, again, you make it unlikely that you eat too much of the wrong things, mm-hmm. because it starts getting boring. And if your human animal inside of you is telling you, "Look, that's boring," please stop it. Yeah, <laughs> it is not interested. It is not necessary. Okay. More carbs and less protein. For most of the average uh, human beings, that is correct, yes. Think of the babies, for example, of how they develop and how well they develop in the first half a year on on this planet. They're receiving not a lot of uh, proteins for the mother's milk or breast milk. They receive mainly sugars and fat.
0: So when you're saying more carbs, Dr. Pagel, you're talking about fruit and vegetable? Are you also talking about grains? (laughs)
1: Grains, 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 grains. Not everyone is able to digest grains fantastically. But again, if I'm eating grains and I'm feeling afterwards bloated and I'm, and I'm honestly uh, questioning myself if I now consume too much of the grains, if this was not the case, then I have to say, okay, this kind of grain is not suiting me well. When it comes to the grains itself, the more warm they are, the more moisture they are, the easier digestible they are. Thank you. Now, someone's asking, what do you do for acidity? If you do- I know this is your
0: favorite topic,
1: so. No, acidity is something that is normally not so much a problem of the stomach, but it's much more a problem of the body. Mm -hmm. Because our body is then abusing our stomach as to be an outlet for acids that it is unable to get rid of through other ventils like breathing it away, sweating it out, shifting it into the urine to get rid of it or into the bowel movement so it starts then to force the stomach producing acids releasing those acids out of the body the bit is the stomach hates acid uh, and is very sensitive on it so it's asking you for your help and the system once it's experiencing this acidity and you try to dilute it either with drinking something but in our attempts to be super efficient we don't drink but we eat yes. something then, yeah? Yes. and Try yes. to keep it calm. We use in Viva Maya a special compound and composition of uh, minerals that are fantastically helping.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and those minerals are called the base 5. Mm-hmm. It's actually a bicarbonate of soda yeah. uh, with some potassium and magnesium. Mm-hmm. And it is beautifully stopping the acidity inside of the stomach by reducing the acidity inside of the body.
0: Right. Yes, mm. and I know we are fed. If you go to Viva Maya, they feed you lots and lots and lots of base powder. Yes. Only to your <laughs> I still have it every day.
1: Yeah. It sits at my Great. bedside
0: table, like you recommended. Um, uh. So then you also said what ha- if someone's asked if you suffer from mild constipation and anxiety while traveling? Mm. Do you have any tips? And this happens to a lot of people. Their systems Mm -hmm. go for a six when they travel.
1: That is correct. Because you are pushed out of your uh, nest, you are pushed out of your state of convenience. And if I'm not in my uh, normal environmental condition, I'm feeling stressed. Mm -hmm. Stress is the opposite of digestion, is the opposite of a proper digestive, uh, proper peristaltic movement. So the best thing would be is really, first of all, Try to avoid mild digestion by behaving good on foods. Secondly, hydrate yourself as good as possible. Yeah. Third is, use bitters, bitter herbs like a, a Karela juice or bitter gourd, for example. So or just when you talk about bitter
0: herbs or are you talking about bitter herbs?
1: Yeah. Bitter, bitter, the flavor bitter.
0: bitter. So like... earlier you were talking about pitta for the ugly. That was
1: different from bitter, correct? No, the, it, actually, it is working both. Yeah? <laughs> it is bitter, and bitter is, is going in the same direction. Okay. But in okay. this case, if you are suffering from, uh, from constipation or anxiety while traveling, hydrate yourself, chew properly, and help yourself with an extra dose of magnesium. Mm-hmm. Best possible, maybe a magnesium citrate. Mm -hmm. that you take and mix with a little bit of mortar and consume half an hour before dinner or instead of dinner, drinking it like that. And you will satisfy your brain, you will support your intestine. Normally this helping very well.
0: Okay, Um, and then what is the impact of coffee on the gut?
1: Uh, If you are drinking coffee, you expect yourself to get a little bit more awake or if you are very sensitive, more nervous. Mm-hmm. Nervous is turning the gut into a stone that is not good. Right. The beautiful thing about the coffee is it is bitter yeah and it's if bitter. you are not diluting the bitter flavor mm-hmm. by adding almond milk or whatever into it, mm-hmm. uh, if you consume it really real straightforward and you have the bitter taste, you are heating up in this case again your acne. You're making your liver release its digestion liquids, and you will perform better on the digestion.
0: Right. Okay. Um, now someone's asking about probiotics. Is it okay to take them every day? She's asked about probiotics, prebiotics.
1: Mm-hmm. I, probiotics are of great medical help if they are used in the right moment for the right person, for the right condition. But many of the probiotics are at the moment uh, sold just because they are big business. Yeah, you oh, can nice. earn a fortune with the probiotics. So I'm a big fan of taking care more of the right environmental condition for the microorganisms inside of your belly by avoiding mild digestion and maybe using a prebiotic. But be careful with a prebiotic. Not everyone is working or is affected positive uh, uh, by taking, for example, some kefir or some mm-hmm. uh, fibers, for example. Not everyone uh-huh. is able to uh, to tolerate them. Well, this is, again, where I would highly recommend to contact someone who is working with that every day, right. who is giving us then a high-quality advice and not just okay. a common recommendation.
0: And what about things like, you know, like the, the whole world is going crazy about kombucha and... Mm-hmm. Um, Kimchi and things that like fermented things.
1: What's yeah. your opinion on those? Uh, they can sometimes make really a big difference and can beautifully help people. Kimchi uh, and natto are containing some prebiotics that are supporting the mucosa protective bacteria inside of the intestine. Kombucha is containing some probiotic sugar types, but mainly an microorganism. That yes. is allowing me to uh, to protect myself against big bacterial overgrowth. But again, okay. you need there to be in a good health state to tolerate that, or you need to be guided to find to, to to use the right tool in the right moment if you're suffering from symptoms at the moment. Okay, intermittent fasting is fantastic. Oh, yeah?
0: great! Yes, sixteen awesome.
1: hours, sixteen yes. hours. Uh, that you are not eating or uh, that you are not eating something, and also please don't consume juices. Then,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, don't snack in this time. Just drink and hydrate, and then have two meals or just one meal. And you will notice that if you are not making your body feel hungry afterwards or starving afterwards, you are beautifully finding back to your balance.
0: But uh, Dr. Kegel people are doing it now as a lifestyle. Is that healthy? Like
1: every
0: day, they won't eat for 16, 17 hours. Is that okay? Yes. Oh, okay, great.
1: And what yes. about happening? Sorry. sorry. There are t- just exceptions like very young and very old people. They may need more, uh, the food in more uh, frequent, uh, in a higher frequency. And also some pregnant women. But right. pregnant women are normally suffering from a huge amount of acidity, and therefore, for example, the base powder is of great usage and help.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, someone was asking about base powder. So it's Basin 5, and you can get it from Viva Maya. There's a clinic in London as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Fagel, someone's asking about apple cider vinegar and sugar I mean, separately, two separate questions. Mm. What, what's your opinion on those?
1: Apple cider vinegar can affect us uh, like an attractor. It can stimulate our digestion uh, performance. Mm-hmm. And it is also affecting our body in a, a little bit alkaline way. But my problem with uh, apple cider vinegar is it is a histamine-liberating substance. And histamine
0: oh, wow. is irritative.
1: Yeah. And as most of us do suffer from mild digestion at some stage, uh, we are sensitive to histamine. Almost everyone. That does not mean we are hereditary. That's why we get the allergies,
0: right, at pollen time. That it's would really be too
1: too too simple. But uh, that's why we, for example, suddenly experience that our skin is pigmenting quicker than it was pigmenting in the past, or more sensitive. Or my nose, uh, I'm suffering from a runny nose. Mm-hmm or my skin is reacting with uh, redness or trivial trauma or irritation. Okay.
0: Dr. Fegel, someone's asking about Crohn's disease. I don't know if that's a much bigger topic or if you have a quick answer. They're saying anything you can
1: Um, say. It is with every chronic inflammatory disease like Crohn's disease or colitis ulcerosa. It is worth it to consider a Maya cleansing. And this time, and to consider getting more individually composed and, uh, and, and, and usable information from one of us physicians. Because you can always improve your state of health and you can reduce the numbers of triggers that are pushing you into a spiral of inflammation that is then, in worst case, leading to a massive flare-up of your basic medical condition, for example.
0: Okay, yeah. fantastic. Um, someone else is saying that they get inflammation in the gut after taking vitamin tablets. Do you have...
1: Look, mm-hmm. if you take vitamin C, for example, and it's pure form, the ascorbinic acid. Whoa, yeah, of course, you will feel that, and it's not a nice feeling. This is why I would recommend in clients to take a puffed vitamin C that is not acid and that is easy digestible. Right. It's then also with uh, trace elements like zinc and copper, Right. Sink and copper are mainly absorbed inside of the stomach and the first part of the small intestine. Mm-hmm. If there is an irritation, you will challenge the system in a way that it is not working well. If there is a seborrhoic dermatitis, as I just see the question, right. if you have a skin issue or a hormonal issue, like, an, for example, uh, um, like a, uh, an o. Op- ovarian, polycystic ovarian syndrome or polycystic ovarian disease, uh, you can help yourself or torture yourself very much by either eating fantastically or not behaving well on the food. And especially the fructose right. is their
0: right.
1: matchmaker and the match winner.
0: Right. So now, while you're talking about polycystic, um, polycystic mm. ovaries, there are, there's been lots of questions that came in about hormones, polycystic ovaries, HRT. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to quickly touch on it or just keep it for a separate session because it's such a large topic.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, it, is, it seems sometimes almost endemic that almost every young woman is nowadays suffering and developing uh, till the age of, uh, till her mid thirties, for example, a polycystic uh, ovary syndrome. Uh, or is suffering from uh, fertility problems or hormonal imbalances, or that woman to struggle with the hormonal change then a few years later, uh, it is not necessary to struggle uh, too much. There is help uh, available. There is also help possible and not everything needs to be chemical. A lot can be done by a better and more carefully cho- uh, choose lifestyle. And this is where it's maybe worth to once in a while have a chat and go there into details.
0: Right, okay. Mm -hmm. And then there's been questions about hiccuping and burping by different people.
1: Yeah. Uh, If you fill your stomach too much with the food and with the meal that you you consume, you can expect that the exit is stronger than the entrance Mm -hmm. and it shows up again and again if you are suffering from higher state of acidity inside of the body and your body is using the stomach as to be an outlet for the acidity, that will always lead to an inappropriate peristaltic movement in between throat and also stomach in the esophagus. So there, for example, the usage of base powder in a quantity that is not too high, that means like, for example, a level teaspoon away from the meals with some water is always helping and can be used if you are not suffering from a kidney issue, yeah, for most of your life. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think a lot of what you're saying basically, if there are any major issues, it's probably best to do a consultation with we, one of your, your doctors. You yes. know, there's lots of clinics all over,
1: yes, and we are offering, for example, clinic dates all over the world from the US till the Beautiful India, as well, for mm-hmm. example, uh, and we are offering nowadays telemedical uh, um, uh, tele telemedical
0: uh, sessions, yes,
1: sessions yes. with one of us physicians or the nutritionist or the psychotherapist, for example, mm-hmm. to help the people getting a more detailed and individualized and tailored suited uh, uh, recommendation when they do suffer from symptoms or.
0: Okay, I'm going to uh, quickly mentions. go, sorry, I'm going to quickly go through some of the other questions because I know we've got, we can, we'll, you know, we will try and address very quickly as many as we can. What should, food should be avoided when someone has psoriasis?
1: Um, psoriasis is not only food related, but food is of course then triggering uh, or some foods are triggering. Those are, gluten is then not great. Eggs and milk products, please, in small quantities, especially there, the yogurts, the paneer, and the soft cheese mm-hmm. uh, and curd. Um, try to avoid the hot spices. That is important, like black pepper, chili. Uh, and try to avoid all foods that make you feel suffering from indigestion or maldigestion. That is a good information. But someone who is suffering from psoriasis or neurodermatitis. Please consider also the emotional system to having a huge impact. That's the same uh, also with chronic, uh, colitis or cirrhosis or Crohn's disease, that this emotional uh, excess is having a huge impact on our state of inflammation inside of the body.
0: Okay. Um, mm. Yeah, someone's saying, what, uh, what is the latest that one should eat?
1: Uh, look, if you're eating a meal at nighttime, it must not disturb your night sleep. That's easy. Okay. Yeah. So how so normally, hours
0: before you sleep?
1: I, for example, some people are night oils and some people are early birds. A teenager is a night oil. Right. I have to force the breakfast in. Or I just say, okay, look, I allow you not to have breakfast, but I'm eager that you have a proper bre- uh, lunch. Mm-hmm. Or if this is not possible, a silent and quiet and peaceful dinner, Uh, I would recommend not to eat after 9 o'clock in the the evening. The earlier, the better. The earlier, the stronger is your stomach, the stronger is your gastrointestinal system.
0: Okay. If you're okay, Dr. Fagel, can I ask you a few more questions because there's a lot more questions coming in. Are you okay for another five more minutes? Okay. Um, Someone's asked about seborrheic dermatitis.
1: Mm -hmm. Seborrheic dermatitis. Is what again, some, is yeah. again yeah. something, a skin issue that is related yeah. to inflammation, yeah. triggered by inflammation. Uh, this is normally also a sign for a higher state of acidity in it's the sense. tissue, not so much in the blood, and you will be surprised not to find acidity in your blood.
0: So for seborrheic dermatitis, you said mm. avoid... And dairy. no fruit
1: juices and no fructose.
0: No fructose, okay. Someone else has said, I have to take aspirin because I have a blood problem. So how do I calm my digestion knowing that before flying I have to take
1: large doses of aspirin? Uh, First of all, please contact your physician if it's really necessary that you are taking an aspirin before your flight because the aspirin is not protecting you against the development of a thrombosis. Hmm? First of all, maybe it's just a mistake or a good belief Mm -hmm. uh, that you should take higher dosages of aspirin. We do know that uh, the dosages... That are down to fifty to seventy-five milligram are uh, having the same protective uh, potency than dosages one hundred plus, uh, without the negative side effects. But if you take an aspirin together with a meal, you're normally on the safe side. Or if you start for acidity, please use a little bit of by bi- uh, our base powder in between.
0: Okay. Um, how to improve spleen health? <laughs>
1: Uh, that's a big question that uh, is always related to the immune system, that is always related to the filters and ventils our body has and own to detox and the blood building. Uh, also here is the less inflammation is going on inside of the body, the better it is. The spleen is like a sponge, so what it needs to deal with should be as liquid as possible. And the spleen requires time to perform as its best, so the less you are challenging your spleen with intake from outside, while allowing itself, for example, to focus really on just what is going on inside of the uh, the body, and not dealing with something with some meals, for example, practicing the intermittent fasting, uh, the better it would be for the spleen. But the spleen is spleen is something uh, that is requiring, if struggling, really very profound. Uh, Uh, therapeutic strategy, but the simplest thing is keep inflammation uh, uh, reduced by making yourself experience as little inflammation as possible. Or in other words, you should live a lifestyle that is making you feel good. Right.
0: Right. You can all get in touch with Dr. Fagel through the website. We've put some Eva Meyer details on. they have Instagram pages, they have a website, you can call them, you can set up, uh, uh, like he said, you can set up teleconference calls, they've got offices all over the world. So you can go mm. and visit them in the UK in India. And in uh, I don't know if you do the Far East ever, but the US they've got plenty, they even mm. have a ship that travels all over the place. So. Yeah. But thank you so much. That was lovely. It was a very, very informative session. Thank you for being there. And I know we've had we haven't been able to address hormones. So we, mm. we will do another session at some point because it's such a huge topic. Yeah. But Thank you, Dr. Faye. Thank you very let much, Mr.
1: Hammer. You guided me safely. Thank you. Okay.
0: Bye bye.
1: Take care. Thank you. Bye bye.
0: Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the Wellness Curated podcast. Please subscribe and tell your friends and family about it. And here's to you leading your best life.